This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, the University of Otago Brain Health Research Centre, in association with the Otago Museum and the Neurological Foundation of New Zealand, presents Brain Week 2016, a very varied and interesting-looking programme of brain-related events that gets underway today. It's my pleasure to welcome to the awesome morning show Associate Professor Christine Gisoni, Deputy Director of the Brain Health Research Centre, to take a look at what's on offer. Thanks for joining us this morning on the show. It's good to have you in today. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And Christine, for both of us, uh, for most of us, um, this brain thing, it's a mysterious organ, uh, and our brains find it difficult to get around the fact that our brains are such wonderful things, um, and how it sets about doing its work. So this kind of demystifying thing, is that really what this week is all about? Yeah, it's um, it's exactly as you say it. I think we're all um, probably pretty much aware that our brains um, do lots of things for us, and in fact... As you just really nicely um, articulated, the idea that we can think about the things that the very thing that's doing the thinking um, makes it just an absolutely fascinating topic. And so from start to finish, we have a variety of offerings that are intended to do exactly what you say, which is to demystify what the brain's doing. And part of that is just so that people can appreciate the wonder of the brain. I think we can all sort of appreciate it in a very abstract sense, but We'll have, you'll have an opportunity actually to see what's going on inside the brain, things that we know about um, from a more clinical or research perspective, um, but also some things that um, have a more practical application. So things that happen to your brain as you get older or if you have injury and how you might cope with um, those um, things that can happen to your brain as life goes on. So brain health very much part of it as well. And yes. again, it's the kind of the invisible thing. We can we know when our arms and legs are uh, giving us a bit of trouble and all that kind of thing, but um, issues in relation to keeping our brains healthy, even if there isn't a particularly uh, a manifestation of an illness, is something perhaps we don't give enough thought to. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's a really, really important point. We only seem to, and it's probably true for a lot of our body, we probably just kind of ignore it unless it's starting to give us a bit of grief. (laughs) Um, But more and more, I think we're becoming aware that being proactive about our health, both our, our, you know, physical health, but also our mental health uh, is really critical to, you know, kind of getting on in life and enjoying it for as long as possible. Yeah. Tell us about the organizations that are are behind this week's events and the ways that you're kind of working together. So we've got um, we've got a really nice collaboration going. So there's our center, the Brain Health Research Center, which is essentially a collection of researchers in both clinical neurology and also basic um, neuroscience at the University of Otago. So we have a nice breadth, but we come at it from a much more um, what you might call research perspective. Then, of course, we've got the Neurological Foundation, who sits um, at in in an interface, if you will. I mean, they provide a lot of um, funding for the research that goes on across New Zealand in brain um, health and disease. But they're also a really important player in bringing the f- research findings that we have into the community, uh, getting people enthusiastic about what we're finding, but also the cool you know, sort of prospects for where we might go and how that's going to have an impact on people just doing their daily lives. Um, The third player, of course, that we have is the Otago Museum. And the Otago Museum has traditionally, of course, been a a supplier of all things sciencey and cool. And I mean, obviously, they have a a large cultural um, history 
as well. Um, but more and more, they've become really, really engaged in the same kinds of things as the Neurological Foundation, but even more at the community level. They are committed to bringing all things cool and wonderful about our worlds, be they cultural or biological or physical or whatever, to the community so that people can appreciate the wonder of these things that are around us because we're it's all fascinating. And I know the Tiger Museum's got some particularly cool and wonderful and amazing things on offer over uh, Brain Week. But before we just have a step through the program, which I know is a very busy one, um, where does Dunedin, where does Otago sort of stand in terms of its contribution to understanding brain health issues? So nationally, um, I would say, of course I'm biased, but nevertheless, I think even if I speak objectively, we have the largest and broadest collection of neuroscience researchers here. We've made an enormous impact um, on brain research within the country, but also internationally. I mean, one of the things that's fantastic about New Zealand and um, coming from a, an overseas um, perspective, as you may have gathered, <laughs> um, is the the massive amount of collaboration across the world that we do. I mean, our center has collaborators in all corners of the world, you name it. We've got researchers collaborating there. We send our students there. We have students and um, other researchers come and um, and work in our labs. And so um, in that in that way, um, and I think it's kind of um, a little bit trite at this point to say we punch above our weight, but we are for the size of the um, of New Zealand and the university. We're, we're amazingly well connected and consequently amazingly influential in um, pushing forwards the progress of, of neuroscience and and neurological research. Well, it's always. We always reflect here about how wonderful, how wonderful it is to be in a university city and all the things that that brings us as uh, as citizens who aren't necessarily involved in the university. And this is very much what Brain Week's about, isn't it? It's getting the whole community involved in things brain-related. And I know you've put the, together a very interesting program. Um, perhaps we could take a little walk through and you could uh, cherry-pick some highlights for us, Christine. Okay. So the thing that I must say that I'm most excited about is the Neurodome. And now that's not an interactive necessarily, but the thing that's really cool about this, so this is a series um, that's playing at the planetarium, at the museum, so um, book and get in there if you can, because the thing that's really cool about this is what they've tried to do and they've done to very good effect is to say, look, you know, in the research lab and in the clinical research setting, we have all these fantastic techniques and new technologies that allow us to look at the brain in action, doing what it does from the individual cells connecting, you know, making their neural connections one another with one another to what happens when we actually do something like crave food or have a thought. And then, of course, um, things that can change the normal function of these neurons in, in situations, for example, of degenerations or, or injury. And Hardly anybody besides the people in the research area actually get to see those. And what Neurodome has done is it's brought all this imagery that we use in research and put it together into just a fantastic 3D. And because it's in the planetarium, it's way cool, um, you know, um, presentation of that so that you can actually see what researchers see and and appreciate, you know, sort of the wonder of the brain and, and how it's all put together and how it works. Neurodome. It's just, you've just got, <laughs> the title alone is enough to get you there. You've obviously seen it. How long's the presentation, roughly? I think they're quite short. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm thinking somewhere on the order of, a, of 20, min, 20 to 25 no. minute blocks. So the thing that's really nice about that, though, is, of course, there's a lot of other events, particularly tomorrow um, on Saturday, that are happening at the museum. So you can kind of pop in to do the Neurodome and then pop out to see some of the other things. So we also have a variety of um, talks and different 
formats. It's not just, they're not all, you'll just sit in the audience and be lectured to about the brain. Some of them are like that, but a lot of them are interview format. So there will be somebody speaking to the researchers and then an opportunity for um, people in the audience to ask questions and to become engaged in the conversation as well, which is, um, I think, a really good thing. Um, so you've got some amazing guests, I imagine, as part of the program. Yeah, well, one of the things that we're kicking it off with tonight, I think, is actually quite interesting because what we've done here is um, we've taken a to- the topic of food, which I think in, in some re- sense or other is pretty much always on people's mind. At this time of the day, it's starting to be on my mind yeah. because my stomach is rare. Um, but but um, many of us, um, myself certainly included, will have a bit of a love-hate relationship with food. And um, so what we've done tonight is we've paired two people who um, are going to talk about our relationship with food. Firstly, um, in a cultural sense, you know, how it comes to be that we have these relationships with food that we have, what the role of, of society and our, our individual cultures are on that and how that has changed over time. Um, and then, um, and he's actually a visiting researcher who's come from Italy. Um, oh, with some of the best food in the world. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm really keen to hear about how he's going to, you know, wrap all this lovely foodie stuff in with culture and all. And then after him, we have um, Professor Dave Grattan, um, who is an expert in um, food, the control that our brains have over how and what we eat and when. And so he's going to tell us a little bit about how our brains control our food intake because ultimately it comes down to the brain. When you think you're hungry, it's, it literally is you think you're hungry. That's all your brain happening. So I think that that's really nice pairing. There should be some really nice discussion that goes on in that one. Yeah. Thereafter, starting tomorrow and then going on throughout the week, we have a smattering of things that are um, a little bit, more, we might imagine that different people would have interest in them. So there's there's a little bit of something for everything, which is good, but not nearly as transcendent, perhaps, as food. So we start off with um, a clinical geneticist who's going to talk about um, neurodegenerations and how, if you want to do something about neurodegenerative disorders, like Alzheimer's disease, for example, how you might take into consideration um, the genetics of individuals and how that can affect not just their disease, but also how you might treat their disease. Um, a really cool one that got a write-up in the star um, last week, which is the one about the power of subconscious. And here we've done a similar thing to the first, where we've paired a scientist who's interested in how the brain stores our memories with a hypnotherapist who's going to talk about, um, the two of them are going to talk about what happens when we sleep and when we dream, something which I think is really, really fascinating just because of the nature of dreaming and, and sleeping. Uh, any, any lay person is going to find an interesting, that kind of discussion interesting, aren't they? It's not just, this is not aimed necessarily at people who are working in the field, This, uh, although they'll be of finding it of great interest too, but, yeah. but anyone who c- can conceive of those two discussions coming together is going to find that fascinating. Yeah, I mean, because we think about those things in so many different ways. I mean, um, and of course we all have our own experiences that we've had with weird dreams or problems with sleep and, and um, bringing those two um, things together I think is going to be really cool just in a, even if you're not into dreams and, you know, analyzing your dreams and all that, I think that'll have a, lo- a lot of, um, of um, interest for a lot of people. Um, then I'm on um, at one tomorrow. Um, um, oh, you just waved about- your hands at that. <laughs> Uh, what are so, you going to be talking about? So I'm going to be talking a little bit about um, the research that we do in my research group, which is um, my interest is in understanding how a mother's health during her pregnancy can have an impact 
on the development of her fetus's brain wow. and um, affect their sometimes in some situations affect their behavior or their risk of, of getting mental illness later in life. Again, kind of the genetics versus our environment kind of discussion. Yeah, that's another huge topic in itself, yep, isn't it? So, and as I think as you can see, what's happening here is we're getting, um, we're getting um, a, a really cool smattering of things that could have interest to both specific sectors. You know, pregnant women perhaps might be interested in that, whereas um, people who have or who have family members who struggle with neurodegenerative disease might be more interested in that. But again, they're all really generic in the sense that if you have a bit of an interest, you'll learn something that you didn't know before. I like the sound of the Tuesday session, the power of voice and song. Yeah, so that is really cool. So um, Professor Warren Tate is one of our um, big researchers. He also happens to be uh, a member of the um, Dunedin City Choir. And so he, it's going to be a mix of what happens in the brain plus um, sort of a weaving in of um, anecdotes and stories from his lifetime as a, as a um, as a musician well as a as a vocal um, uh, musician and there are many other sessions including it, weather permitting the the uh, giant inflatable brain, brain yes. <laughs> being brought this time to the octagon on Thursday yep so we'll see about the weather we don't want it blowing away um, but yeah giant brain and the thing that's really cool about that is besides the novelty of it because it is just cool looking is um, there's all kinds of bits and pieces um, in it as you walk through that um, just give you a little bit of um, more understanding about what the brain does, how it works, what what goes on when you're thinking or going through the brain or, or whatever. So plenty of sessions uh, yep. getting underway uh, today. They've got the Neurodome, you've got, uh, and you've got t- tonight's presentation, of course, mm-hmm. the power of food on the brain. Uh, now, uh, tell me, Christine, are they, uh, is there a cost to attending the sessions nope. and things? Nope. It's all it's all open. It's free. Wander in. There'll be seats. Um, and yeah, including the Neurodome. Uh, the Neurodome. Yes, it is. It's free. I think it's free it as well. Free. Yep, it's free. Well, that's so all this stuff. Yeah. So catch them. Plenty to do. If people want to find out more about what's on, where can they find the full program? They can find the full program. Um, it's on the in, Brain Health Research Centre's website. Yep, and there, there was a one in the Star last week as well, I believe. And I think you'll probably find it also from the Otago Museum's website because they always put uh, all the activities that are going up there on. And you've got a Facebook page as well, so one way or another, yep. you'll be able to track down Brain Week Otago 2016. Uh, and of course, it's um, it's not exclusively for. Um, to need an Otago people because there are other events at other parts of the country as well with Brain Week going on as well. So, But I'm sure it sounds like Otago is going to have one of the most varied and interesting programs. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. All Pleasure the very be best here. for your Brain Week and for your session uh, over the weekend. Cool. Thank you very much. It was great to be here. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.